14 past one. Lovely to have you listening today. A heartwarming new series is launching on RNZ this coming Sunday. It's called Turning Point, and it follows a new generation of young people taking on the challenge of protecting and restoring the environment in Aotearoa. The series is ostensibly about conservation, but it also follows the stories of the young people themselves who have delved into conservation work and looks at their experiences the clever creative brain behind the project is Steph Miller, an award-winning documentary maker who's captured the contrasts of the reality of being part of the conservation effort. Steph Miller joins me now. Hello. Kia ora. Kia ora. Tell me about this project and what appeals to you about it. Yeah, I think um, a big driver for us uh, making the series was just to kind of focus on the positives and the wins that we have. I think there's a lot of um, anxiety and sort of doomerism out there when we think about the environment and our environmental issues, which are very real issues that we face. So our kind of goal was to, was to get out there and see what's working, what what is um, what gains are we making and what can we kind of feel proud about. And tell me who and you found to, um, to cover. Uh, what was that? Sorry, how many episodes? Um, who, who did you find um, in terms of subjects um, to follow on this journey? Yeah, gosh. Oh, my gosh. We had a, a massive list. I, I ended up talking to so many people all around the country. And um, at the end of the day, we boiled that down to, to six different projects. And, of course, there's many people behind each of those projects doing all of this incredible work. Um, but there really is a wealth of this stuff kind of happening all around the country. So hopefully our series gives a little kind of insight into that by showcasing these six different projects that we selected to feature. Can you tell us about a couple of them? Yeah, for sure. So um, we had three episodes based in the North Island. That's Palmerston North, Wairarapa, Tauranga, and three in the South Island, Tamuka, Dunedin, and Wanaka. Um, Just to name a couple... We've got down in Dunedin at Penguin Place, we caught up with Jason and the crew there, and they're working to protect the hoiho. Um, so they have a, a kind of eco-tourism set up. And of course, when COVID hit, all the tourists were gone. So luckily enough, the Jobs for Nature program came in and, and gave them that kind of additional funding to keep things going. And without those guys there, they, those those birds would be extinct in the mainland. So they do an incredible job. Gosh. Watch the episode for all the information on that. Yeah, keep going. We'd love to hear about some more. Yeah, sure. Um, we've got in Palmerston North, we have Charlotte and the Native Fish Passage team. They're looking at opening up barriers to fish in our waterways so that the fish can get from mountains to sea. And there's some great information in that episode and really interesting stuff. For example, did you know that whitebait are not just these tiny little see-through fish that we eat? They're also, they kind of grow into five different species of beautiful native fish with different colorings and amazing climbing abilities. Well, if they don't get turned into a fritter before that happens. Yeah, that's right. If they can survive the the, the fritter um, kind of stop as they come in (laughs) from the sea. (laughs) Once they get to that uh, fresh water, they get their color and, and you know, there's so many more amazing. I think we have 51 different native fish species um, in our fresh water in New Zealand. So her team are working to uh, open up all of those barriers, culverts and things like that, that are just impeding them from carrying out their life cycle by getting all the way up into the, the mountains and back down to sea. Um, I'll give you a couple more episodes. We've got in Tauranga, we've got Paura 
and his team at Tawanui of, of uh, Tapuika, I think is his iwi, and uh, he studied with the Bay Conservation Cadets before he joined them. So that episode kind of covers two projects. It covers this amazing kind of skills training program that the Bay Conservation Cadets put on. And then we follow his journey as he joins his iwi's project and is working to, to preserve the uh, habitat of the kōkako in that region. Did you notice similar themes and, and similar experiences between the young people that you followed? Totally. I think the biggest uh, thing that we noticed was just the healing power of nature. And I said it before, you know, all of this kind of anxiety and doomerism out there, um, it was just so obvious that these people's lives were made so much better and, and more fulfilled by being in nature every day. So that was quite amazing to kind of be around yeah. those people. And obviously we got a little taste of it by being alongside them for three days for each episode that we filmed. Um, and you can see why people are happy. I mean, we were just in some of the most beautiful places all around Aotearoa and um, just so lucky to be able to kind of shadow them and what they do every day. Yeah, I imagine from a filmmaker's point of view, it's a dream dream brief to go out into these beautiful natural environments and, and take some pictures. Totally. And, you know, it's always good when the weather behaves too. Mm. <laughs> but it, it was absolutely amazing. I didn't, um, I hadn't previously been to a lot of these places as, same with some of our crew. So it was really lovely. And everyone that we worked with on this series were just so wonderful, opening up their lives and their work to us and, and letting us really get a behind-the-scenes look at all of the stuff that they do. So in the end, is a, doc- a documentary series about these young people or is it more about the projects and the, the species that they're looking after? I think it's really about the people and the communities behind the project. And um, they're not all young. I'd say they're a new generation of kaitiaki. Mm. There's, there's, a, there's a, um, a wide sort of variety of diverse different people that we've featured. Um, and some have been sort of studying science backgrounds and it was a natural progression to end up in this conservation work. Others were totally new to it and had maybe never seen themselves in this kind of job. Um, so there's a really wide variety of people with, from, from all different walks of life and all different experiences. Uh, but one thing they have in common is that they're, they're all pretty happy now with what they're doing. So everyone that we met just absolutely loves the work they're doing and they feel that kind of every day getting out there and doing the mahi, they're making real kind of a real difference in their community and their own backyard as well. What do you hope people get out of watching it? I hope people feel proud of what we're doing in, in Aotearoa with our um, conservation efforts. And I hope that people can feel a little bit more positive about the direction we're heading. I think this Jobs for Nature program, which was an all of government kind of COVID recovery program, I think it really showed us what's possible when we fund and support businesses, organizations, iwi groups and local communities to do all of this work. And it just sort of shows you that we have all of that potential and all of that ability there. We just need to unlock it. Do you have time to talk about a couple of your other projects? Um, I'd love to hear what's next, but also there's this film that you made called, uh, I'm, I'm going to call it Only F's Pat Me on the Head. That was a couple of years ago. That made a big splash. That's right. Yeah, that film was, um, oh, it's really dear to my heart. It was made with a friend of mine. I co- co-directed that with Paul Wolfram. And our friend John Little is the, 
the lead character in the film and, and basically we it, it's kind of a hybrid documentary drama it's based on John's life it was written with him there's documentary elements to it but it also kind of you know to, to make a great film you've kind of got to compact things into a bit of a narrative uh, and that was just a really lovely project so John has cerebral palsy he uses a wheelchair um, and he uses uh, support people to kind of help him navigate life and, and communicate and things like that. And it's it's just a film that's really funny, tongue-in-cheek. It kind of takes you into John's experience. So that featured at uh, the New Zealand International Film Festival um, a year or so ago. And you can find that online as well if you'd like to, to go and give that a watch. Yeah, I think it was at a New York um, short documentary festival as well. It did, yeah. It actually it went it went to a few festivals yeah, around the world. So I, I cool. actually wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell you off the top of my head the okay. list, um, but it was really well received. And um, it's always funny when you work on stuff like that and you're writing these little jokes and you think they're all funny, but we were just we, we love <laughs> that the audience sort of felt the same. So yeah, yeah give it a watch. What's <laughs> next for you then? Uh, well, I work at Ocular, who's the production company behind this the Turning Point series. So. There's never a shortage of, of different projects I'm doing at work there. We'd love to see possibly exploring this, the turning point further for a second season. Who knows? We'll see how we go. Um, nothing too much set in stone just yet. I've always probably got about five or ten different things that are kind of half started. And, okay. You know, we'll see which one picks up steam. How can people watch this turning point series we've been talking about? So it drops on Sunday, this coming Sunday, the 9th of November from 6am. You can find it on RNZ, on RNZ's uh, YouTube channel as well. And if you want to find sneak peeks, behind the scenes and extras, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at The Turning Point Series. You'll find us on Facebook and TikTok as well. Nice one. Really nice to meet you, Steph. Thank you.